Hey, Summerbrook Church, welcome to the Summerbrook Takeaway. I'm Tanner Treffin, joined by Pastor Joey Rumble, and we're recapping the message from yesterday, the Sanctifier. Yeah, the Sanctifier. How can we apply the Word today? So that was a great message. Thanks for sharing with us. Amen. Yeah, all about the Day of Atonement. Yeah, and uh, you start out how God has provided a way to help make us clean. And it was Father's Day yesterday. That was just a fun day yesterday. Uh, thanks. Shout out to Alan and Eric making that car show happen. And that yeah, was that really was awesome. And the hot dogs and just great family time. Together. Oh, yeah. Thank you, men, for being such incredible, uh, making such an incredible incredible impact for the Lord here at Summerbrook and in our community and your families. It was a great day together and honoring you. Thank you so much. Thank you, and uh, man, we got into the Day of Atonement, uh, and there was, there was so much. Leviticus 16. So much there, and I know you condensed it some for us uh, so we could hear it on 30 minutes, but is there anything else you want to share there on the Day of Atonement that you thought was interesting studying that? Yeah, it, it's just such a big deal about, like there's one thing I didn't mention that, like you know how they would go, he would go in and sprinkle the, the blood that was sacrificed from the animal in, in the different places, and 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 there was this uh there was this intentionality of cleanliness of that the blood cleanses uh the holy of holies the 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 holy place and i think it was just another reminder that we need to claim our locations for the lord like if you buy a new house make sure you pray over every room in the house uh not to get over part uh, over think it but uh, you can even uh, anoint your house with oil and uh, which is just symbolic of the holy spirit nothing weird but you know, but it's claiming the territory for the lord i think uh anytime you uh do anything like that something new a new location that you dedicate it unto the lord yeah uh, you're you're sanctifying you're setting apart as yes. holy just like you want your life to be set apart for god and i remember you sharing um about nadab and abihu and how there's kind of a connection there of uh, Aaron before uh, this Day of Atonement, I think, is shared about. There's the, his, his two oldest sons are killed in, in the presence of God. And it shares that, that they might have entered into the Holy of Holies unauthorized and, authored, and, and offered unauthorized fire. And God said, hey, you got to come, come to me. You got to be made holy to come before me. You can't just take my presence for granted. Yeah, and, and so we didn't hit that either where uh, they rewrote the liturgy. They were doing it their way instead yeah. of God's way. Also, they were drunk. They've been drinking. So later on, he told Aaron, don't be drinking in, in the tent of meeting." And uh, so, yeah, that was powerful. That actually, Leviticus 16.1 starts off uh, with his two sons. And uh, God takes holiness very seriously. And you had pointed out at Team Leads about the gruesomeness of this sacrifice and all that. And, and it's a reminder uh, that Jesus, uh, the price he paid is very serious. Take sin seriously. Mario and I have been reading a book you recommend, of The All of God by John Bevere, and he talks about how uh, God's presence doesn't manifest his presence unless he's held in reverence, unless he's honored. And I just think about that as we're trying to be um, priests, representatives of God, and coming into his presence that just as you want to experience the Lord, you got to first like remind yourself that he is holy, that he is great, and he's an awesome God, and, and to honor him in, in the way you're living your life. Amen. And we're just here briefly here on earth. And it's so important to realize that our days here are short. So make sure we live them unto the Lord and maximize those days. Yeah, that's, that's really good. I want to get into the practicality of Hebrews. But before we jump there, uh, of what you shared on Sunday, 
anything else on just like the day of atonement and and how crazy all that is of the theology part that affects the practicality before we walk it out there yes that it, it was a big deal moment that everyone would stop and reflect on that day and what that their sins mattered that sending the goat out into the wilderness and uh, the other one being sacrificed uh, there in, in the tent of meeting. It's just so important to remember that this was a big deal in the Jewish calendar and thus pointing to Hebrews uh, chapter 10 that we read that Christ is the ultimate uh, atonement. So it was the sacrifice of all sacrifices, Leviticus 16, which pointed to the sacrifice of all sacrifices, uh, the uh, Jesus Christ. I was thinking um, uh, that you taught us about the Azazel, and there's just such an interesting name. I feel like that could be like someone's rapper name or something. (laughs) (laughs) Azazel on the mic. Um, But just how that points uh, to the scapegoat, that Jesus was our scapegoat, and how the priest, high priest, would put his hands on it. And there's that transferring of sin, of the sins of all of Israel transferred onto that goat. Um, and, and Jesus, when he's on the cross, he transfers and takes on all the sin of not only just Israel, but all of right. the world, the whole world for anyone who would uh, believe in him. And so just what good news. And then we get uh, his righteousness is, is charged to our account and transferred to us. And so that's just such beautiful. Yeah, it's good powerful. News. And the illustration is that it's like a garbage truck taking the garbage away out into the wilderness. I it, loved how you brought the. That's a. A really good analogy. They brought a Mason's or whoever's little garbage truck up there. Yeah, all of our grandkids' (laughs) garbage truck at this point. Um, And so because we have a sanctifier, because Jesus went to the cross, because he was the ultimate day of atonement, now we get to draw near to God with confidence. And Mm -hmm. and that's just huge. And it's huge. First, got to understand God is a holy God and an awesome God. And then once you understand that, this becomes all the more amazing that the God of all the universe who's so much above us, us as mere mortals, mere human beings, would care about us and, and make a way for us not just to have like a master-to-servant relationship, but an intimacy of, of his family, his children. Uh, and Jesus even calls us friends like crazy. So it should make us overflow with confidence. Yeah. And we tend not to because I think we get so caught up in this worries and stresses of this life and just the just the day-to-day living that we forget, oh, we get to approach the King of kings and Lord of lords. We can't ever forget that. So coming back to the Day of Atonement is a great reminder for all of us uh, to remember that we can approach His throne of grace with boldness and confidence. Yeah. And I think, I think that's a word we all need to hear because our culture is getting more and more aggressively anti-God and anti-Christian. And and you can't be a kind of half-hearted Christian to stand up confidently for God anymore. It's to make a difference in our world and to be and to be to uh, peaceably but lovingly but strongly push back and and share the truth of God with other people, you have to have a confidence that you're walking with God that I, that that God is with me that He's my protector He goes before me because before if, if you don't have that you're just gonna fall flat. Well, what you brought up today with that argument about atheists have zero hope they have zero anything to live for and we as Christians have everything to live for, for eternity with the Lord. And so there should be this boldness, this confidence, this joy overflowing, That which is great. He's the sanctifier. He makes us holy. That's that point about sprinkled clean. Remembering that, that we're clean. We don't have to live in shame, but we've been forgiven. So let's live that way. Yeah, 
And I think that's something real big you just hit on that the whole application of we're being sprinkled clean. So many of us as Christians are just belabored, heavied, uh, just just drowning in, in the shame of our sin um, when we should just have such a joy that we've been forgiven and washed clean. And so what would you say to the Christian watching who's just feeling so heavy by the weight of their sins right now, who, who doesn't feel sin and doesn't mm-hmm. feel like they could draw near to God? Yeah, that Christ's sacrifice is enough. And looking at Leviticus 16 of what a big deal this was, and and breaking it all down and going into the Holy of Holies once a year uh, and honoring that prayer and fasting and, and Sabbath to for that special moment. And that now we have that, we live in, in that ultimate special moment, what Christ did for us. And that was for our sins so that we can be in relationship with him. So let's not live in that guilt anymore, but get... Uh, get other people in your life to to confess and be honest with. So uh, it's um, I think it's James five sixteen. Confess your sins one to another that you may be healed. Mm-hmm. So don't leave it hidden, but to confess it one to another for healing. Yeah, and I, I love the I think the verse in Isaiah chapter one where it says, "Though your sins are like scarlet, I'll make them white as snow. Though they're red as crimson, I'll make them white as wool." And that's just yeah. a beautiful that cleansing picture. Yeah, and Isaiah 53 speaks to Leviticus 16, that no longer an animal, it will be a human, and so, uh, which was Jesus Christ. The suffering servant. Yeah, yeah. the suffering servant. That's beautiful. Um, and so now, an application, you draw near to God with confidence, with a boldness before that throne of grace, but, but also we're supposed to stir each other up. Yeah. Good works. You talked about turning to your neighbor and say, hey, let's love God together. Let's serve together. Yeah. And, so and, cool. and consider that, that big mm-hmm. word to really think about. It. So I think that's one of my biggest takeaways. How can I inspire? How can I consider how to stir others up to good works? Which I think has a lot to do with speaking life into someone and encouraging them. And then if they, I see them leave, being led astray, uh, to stir them up and say, hey, you don't settle for less than what the Lord has for you. Let's repent of that and walk as God has you walk. Yeah, and I think you can do that many ways. Like as parents, why don't you talk together as parents? Like, hey, how can we brainstorm and consider how to stir up our kids for the good works of Christ? Yeah. Uh, how as a family can we do that? And then like how as a small group in the church can we do that? How as a serve team? You know, how as we as the, as the bigger church uh, can we stir each other up to, to love and good works? I think it's just biblically to, to do yeah. that yeah. well peter came to me your son sunday came up to me and he said uh we prayed for you you're preaching today and it just it stirred me up <laughs> peter saying that to me stirred me up that's awesome that's so cool and man this was just a powerful point that we're the priesthood of the that 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 there was the former priesthood of the old covenant but now the church is the priesthood representing god to the world yeah it's powerful and so, man, that's a big calling for all of us. That we got, <laughs> sure we got is. purpose. We got a calling that we're supposed to be God's representatives, His holy nation, His kingdom of priests to this world. And so, yeah. how can we as a church do that well? Yeah, uh, knowing that God was the ultimate high priest, Jesus Christ, who went, paid the price for us, so that now we live in that place of the priesthood of believers. And, and I think that moves into living holy. Here is we're looking at Second uh, Peter. Um, First uh, Peter one, First uh, Peter, chapter one or two. I'm trying to think. First Peter two, verse five through twelve. That we're to now live holy. God made us holy. He's the sanctifier. Now, because of that, let's live holy to be a witness to the world. Yeah, I, I love that you talked about the message. Like, hey, 
everyone just says oh, the church are just a bunch of hypocrites. In a way, we are. We, none of us are like Jesus perfectly. Um, that we're all trying to struggling to represent him well. But I think that's a serious claim that that we should take to heart and say, "Hey, I don't want to be a hypocritical representative yeah. of Christ. I want to do my best to represent him well." And you talk about let's prove him wrong. Yeah. And so I, I think as churches do that, like let's. Let's By hating be, sin, just be sold out. You gotta hate sin to hate sin and to represent Jesus well to to get his message known. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. um, couple things I want to let the church know about. Uh, well, another shout out Dakota did that worship song "Take Me In." 1987, we brought an old school worship song out, "Take Me Into the Holy of Holies." It was awesome. Matter of fact, we're going to do add it to the worship set this Sunday, and it's going to be awesome. I felt like that was a great seal on the worship and the teaching uh, to go into that song. So shout out to our worship leader. Yeah, and I think that, that song highlights, uh, I think, Isaiah chapter 6, when Isaiah comes into the presence of God and the angel comes and touches his lips and makes him clean. And so it's just cool, the different connections there of Scripture. Yeah. And, and then uh, Jeanette, who's uh, on our team with us, we've served together for like 30 years. She was homesick on Sunday, and she was like, man, I, I was watching online, but I missed meeting together. And that mm-hmm. whole part about in Hebrews 10, don't neglect the meeting together. That that was huge of remembering. There's nothing like being in the house. Yeah, yep. and we love you joining online yep. and all, but, man, make sure you're in the house yep. uh, to uh, connect with the Lord. And also another reminder, we, we I send out a, just an update to the church through email uh, we moved it from Saturdays to Fridays. Uh, we just felt like that would be better for the schedule of everyone to get that out on Fridays. So for now, you'll be getting that email in your inbox on Fridays instead of Saturdays. That's good. That's good. So what was your takeaway, Pastor Joey? I think about um, uh, living holy, that we're an example of Christ, hating sin. But I also like the part about that I didn't touch on about making sure that you pray over your areas. Like we, we pray every week in our sanctuary that God's presence would move and lives would be changed. Uh, that was something to remind me about that. Yeah, For me, I want to be, talk about the kingdom of priests, I want to be a, a, a priest that represents God well. And so continue to meet with God and, and live it out well before others. But then also uh, stirring each other up for good works. I want to stir my wife, my family, my kids up for good works for God. And then I, as the youth pastor, I want to really help the teenagers just be so on fire uh, for serving the Lord. Yeah, and I another takeaway that was so cool, I was walking in my car and there was a family uh, who they mentioned one of their kids who was right there going through a tough time. And I had a one-minute conversation with them and this uh, young boy and it was powerful. It's like, oh, it doesn't have to be these hour-long things to stir people up. I felt like in that, God used me because of the question they asked to stir someone up within a minute. So that's another takeaway of mine. Don't overthink it. We can stir up each other daily, quickly in a lot of areas. Yeah, I think that's so true. It could be just one conversation, one question, one phone call, one text. And so... Maybe you can think about who's God put on your heart right now that maybe you need a text, reach out to stir, stir him up for the Lord. Yeah. Any final thoughts, guys? Yeah, I, I told that, that boy, hey, if you ever need to talk, let me know. And so I spoke, I opened the door and spoke that into his life. So it was like, I was like, okay, come on. If I can help, let me know. That's good. Church, well, thanks so much for listening. If you want to make headway, you need, need a takeaway. Take so. 
apply the message, live it out, build your house, your life on the rock, and God bless you guys.